All right, you're listening to Ink Studs on CITR 101.9 FM. My guest right now is James Stoko. Hello. Did I get it right? Like Soho, apparently? Stoko, yeah. Stoko. Uh, a little bit about James. James's books are Wonton Soup, books one and two, as well as the new re- newly released Orc Stain from Image Comics. Mm-hmm. With that magical eye. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Um, how you doing, James? I'm pretty good. He's woke me up. Nice. 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, just for the record, it's... Well, I guess it is late at night, so I woke you up at night. Mm-hmm. Having some chicken breakfast you brought me over. Yeah. And donuts. And donuts. Um, we've talked a couple of times, we've been on the show a couple of times before, once uh, a couple months ago for the funding drive, and then before you came on... Year and a half ago, I guess. Yeah. When we, uh, with Brandon and your lady Marley mm-hmm. and the ever late Lars Brown. <laughs> Why are you so? You'll never forgive him for that. Lars. Yeah. He'll never forgive himself. <laughs> I guess I want to know a little bit about your background, about where you come from with comics, because you're not trained at all artistically, are you? No. You Other can't tell. <laughs> well, I know enough about your background to know that you didn't go to art school, but no. let's kind of get people a little bit about that. Like, what were you doing as a young man, artistically? What was driving you? Um, a younger, not quite a younger man. Uh, I remember drawing comics before I actually was reading them, so I've always just liked them. <laughs> I just like drawing them. I like drawing them probably more than I like reading them. When did you start drawing them? Oh, like, when I was like eight or something like that. Like, my first comic was some 90 Silver Surfer thing drawn by, like, what was that guy? Bart something? Bart, Bart Sears? Bart Sears, that's Ooh, right. I think that oh, was my first. Not the Ron Lim stuff? Oh, maybe it was Ron Lim. They're both pretty bad. Bart yeah. Sears is, like, the overly, like. Yeah, he was. It was like the super, yeah, super muscular Silver Surfer is what I remember. And they was, all have like these really big lips. Yeah, he was fighting uh, Human Torch on the cover. It was very exciting to me. Like this dude made out of silver is fighting this dude made out of fire. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that kind of set the stage for your taste in comics then? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Dudes fighting. Dudes, dudes fighting. Was there any ever a point where you got into comics creators as a team? Um, I think as with most people my age we really got into Joe Mad, strangely. To, to to just clarify, you mean Joe Madeira? Madeira, Madeira, not Joe Matt, the chronic masturbator. No, not that. <laughs> He's pretty good too. <laughs> um, what was the first stuff of his that you'd read? Uh, I think it was some X Men issue he did had Spider Man on it. That's all I remember. But I think it was, it was kind of like a gateway drug into manga. Yeah, that's what my theory is. Because, you know, he drew, he drew kind of manga, and you couldn't find that stuff anywhere. And even when you did, you didn't like it. <laughs> you grew up in Kelowna, was it? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I was born in Calgary, but grew up in Kelowna. Yeah, let's just say Kelowna. Let's. <laughs> um, was there any comic stores in Kelowna? There was one. It was It moved around, like, every three months, so you had to track it down constantly. <laughs> And just for folks to know, Kelowna, if you're from Vancouver, you've probably never heard of Kelowna. No. It's about if you're from Kelowna, you've probably never heard of Kelowna. Basically, it's a bunch of people on coke and meth, about six hours. 
Oh, oh like eight hours. It's eight hours. Work. Give them some credit. <laughs> well, they're on meth, so they drive a lot. On meth, <laughs> on jet skis. <laughs> on jet skis. Yeah. Um, were you very much of a small town boy, or you couldn't wait to get out of there? No, I, I like small towns. Fine enough. It's, I, I like a big city because I can't drive a car. So, <laughs> <laughs> do you even leave your house? No, no, never. I make you come over here and interview me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I brought chicken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't let you in if you didn't bring chicken. Yeah, it's uh, you just throw your cat at me at the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what kind of manga do you start reading? Um, oh God, I don't remember what I started reading for manga. What was it that like really like made you go wow? Oh, shit. Other than Jomadera. Jomadera. I think. Akira probably was the first big manga I ever read, and that I really liked. Yeah, just Otomo and you know, like the regulars, like Shiro. I read some Shiro, and you know, the dudes that it was stuff you could find a lot more easily because couldn't find it anywhere, <laughs> especially in Kelowna. Well, one thing I, I, I realized I should keep in mind is you're a little younger than me. You're like what, twenty six now, twenty five? Twenty five. Jesus, still pretty. We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, did you have internet at home? Was that something you jumped on? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, probably, you know, it was a bit later. I was probably about 16 when I first got the magical internet. And, yeah, that opened up a lot of stuff. What did that show you as far as comics? Mostly just not so much like established comic creators, but just smaller people that were just drawing them that you could just talk to. Because so. there's nobody... Like, I had one friend in Kelowna who drew, so... It's just good to have a community. That's how I met Marley. Like, what? Damn you, Internet. Damn you, Internet. Ball and chain. <laughs> uh, well, that's something curious because you moved to Seattle, I guess, to go... Yeah. Meet some of the folks there. And tell me, like, how that kind of came about with you. I met Brandon because he googled his name and I'm outing him right now about being a self-absorbed butthole but he googled his name and I had him on my DeviantArt as like my favorite art- artist and then I met him and then, of course that went straight down. <laughs> <laughs> but That was a while that, and how old were you when you met him? Uh, I was like nine, I think 18, 19 or something like that. So you were reading his pornography at that point, wasn't it? Pretty much, yeah. I'd I'm trying to think of like what he had out. He didn't have. Yeah, I think Escalator had just come out. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. But I didn't have any of his um, hard copies or anything. It was just all the stuff I saw on the internet. I really dug it. So deviant art. Yeah, I didn't know he had a deviant art until he googled his name. <laughs> <laughs> Magic Google brings people together. So how did you guys, like, connect? Did you, like, did he say, hey, come down here, or... Um, yeah, because me and Marley were just trying to get a place together somewhere, and we were going to move to Chicago, I think. But then we went and started talking to Brandon, and he talked about getting a house together with uh, a couple other guys. So that sounded better. Had you and Marley actually met in person yet? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh. No, let's just move in together. I'm just right. curious, I'm curious, you know. I, I like so you guys met online? Did you like fly to meet each other or mm, I made Marley fly to me because of course I had no money. But 
Yeah. <laughs> Our lives have changed so much since then. <laughs> yeah, we're actually sitting in your palatial estate outside yeah. Vancouver. Yeah, we're. I wonder who that is. <laughs> I think he was uh, Googling himself. Uh, I bet you it's Brandon. He has sonar. He has people talking about other things besides him. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, okay, we're going to have a little break and we'll be back in a second. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Down the sector, supreme neck protector. Better want him, kid, Mr. Mepsa. Falling pop, about to blow his lid from the pressure. Too hot for TV, for sheezy. Too many wanna be hard, be easy. It's all in the together, going all out together. It don't take much to please me. Still, homes are never satisfied like the stones. We don't condone writing, see them selling crossbones. Protecting what I'm writing, don't clash with the titan. Who blasts with a license to kill rap recitings? Come on, in the zone with your nigga from the group home to cow. Fuck your lifestyle. Put your lights out, get this shit to cracking. Got you feeling with your pipe. Out. Time for some action. Surfing the avenue, mad at you. Where I used to battle cruise. Back when Antoinette had that attitude. Cover me, I'm going in. Walls closing in. Got us busting off these pistols. My niggas got issues again. Same song, armed with the mega bomb. Blow you out the frame, then I'm gone. Yo, I was going too, but we roam. Cellular phones, dot meth. Back in the flesh, blood and bones. Don't condone. Spin bank loans and homegrown. Suckers break like turbo and ozone. When I grab the broom, moonwalk, platoon hawk. My goons bark, leave you in the blue lagoon. B9's in the club with Masu, D9 in the club, right behind on the bus. Haters don't touch, way is both up, now my neighbor doped up, got the cable hooked up. All channels, lift my shirt, all mammal, you ship off keys and we ship grand piano. Sword off shotgun, hand on the pump, sipping on the 40, smoking on the blood, bust my gun on. So as we were mentioning before the song break here, uh, we were talking about Brandon's in- uncanny ability to Google himself. And <laughs> so what happens at the door? It was like a um, somebody blowing into a seashell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, saw, I just saw a bat signal in the sky. <laughs> it's a shape of a dong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it's a donuts a and chicken dong bat signal. And I was like, <laughs> someone's talking about me. i got to go. <laughs> All right, and Kevin's here too. Hi, Kevin. Hello. There we go. Um, what were we talking about before? Uh, we were just getting into how you, you talked a bit about how you met Brandon, mm-hmm. and then what made you decide to move to Yosh House? What will become Yosh House? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a reasonable answer for that. Why would I want to move there? I think I told you to. I think you told me to. That was They're going to move to Chicago. Yeah. And apologies to the city of Chicago, but it, you know, it's where I put my trash. 
We weren't just going to move to Chicago. We're going to move to the suburbs of Chicago. Why Chicago? Like you, we have friends, friends there. out there. That's weird. Um. <laughs> so you moved into the the house together. Did you guys just kind of show up at the door one day, or? Yeah, pretty much. Everybody had moved in. Who was who was there? Um, there was uh, Brandon, Corey, uh, Lewis, Corey Lewis, uh, then Jacob and Larry. I think that was everybody. It's just the core of the people. Yeah, there's no extra people yet. So, what kind of comics have you done up to that point? Mm, I'd done a nothing published. Just uh, actually, no, I had a thing published in a uh, convention magazine, which I was very proud of. <laughs> For what convention? Uh, it was what was it called? It was the anime Oticon, Con- Oticon in oh, Baltimore. Nice. Baltimore anime convention. You're running that comic online that I saw at first. It was really good. Oh yeah, I was doing that. Forty-one stories thing. I don't exactly. see. Is that on your? Oh, I don't. Is it it's destroyed. It's long gone. <laughs> I have no idea where it'd be. It's I probably should have looked at your DeviantArt. There's some pretty old stuff on there. I, I would think I'm updated in about four or five years. So, it's you had that. You also had a live journal that you were active yeah. with for a while. And that kind of yeah to the wayside. Peter out of the internet for a while. Only Peter out because our we lost our our host. So you can post any images, and then it's just like, yeah, oh, just, well, that and Andy. That and I didn't want to sign up for image check or too much work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so when did you start Wonton Soup? Um, what was kind of the choice with that? I started in, yeah, in Yosh House, the year we lived there, I think. Year. That would have been too... It took me a while to finish it, so I'm trying to think when I started. I think I was 19 when I started that. What 19, did you have 20? in mind when you started it? Uh, just to do a comic. <laughs> just to finish one. I hadn't really finished a complete comic up until then. I remember when you started it, it was just a short story and then you just kept going? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, it. Wasn't it an entry for something? It was for, yeah, the, our friends in Chicago had an anthology. That's what people Brandon was into. A nice quant comic. Oh, yeah. And Pulpo, right? Yeah, Pulpo. Avoid Pulpo. Yeah, it was just uh, the first 20 pages of that or something I did. And then I was like, oh, this needs to be longer. Yeah, now Chicago's looking good again. Yeah. I'm curious um, with Wonton. I mean, the book is about this chef. Mm-hmm. You don't cook. No, of course at not. At all. I watch people cook. <laughs> <laughs> Marley's pointing at herself right now, mm-hmm. um, uh, taking a uh, proper women's role in the house, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> no, just the I, like, I like food that tastes good, so I cook it myself. Marley just knows that? that if she doesn't feed me, I'll die. Well, I just eat chips. Yeah, and I'll die. So she's just keeping me alive. She's like a doctor, really, not a chef. I like cooking. Whatever. <laughs> um, how does autobiography work in a work like Lantan? Um... Well, it's just about a guy who's just going out into the world, I guess, and I was kind of going through that when I was 19. So I think that was pretty much the extent of it. It wasn't, wasn't too autobiographical at all. You put all your roommates in it. I put all my roommates in it, yeah. They weren't, like, my roommates, because they're weird. Brandon was the, uh, the, the chef master that you call fat? Yep. That sounds about right. 
Well, he's a little chunky bad. lad back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I I sensed his weakness and I pounced on it. Apparently, you guys, I don't may have seen the drawing where you did of everyone in your house. And what what were some of the representations of folks there? You had Brandon was like this huge guy on the couch. Oh, that one, the the one for the apartment. Yeah, Brandon was a gelatinous blob <laughs> who was being. <laughs> <laughs> fanned by this tiny little nymph Marion. Um, I think Marley was a stack of pancakes. No, I was a bell. You no, bitch. you were a bell. <laughs> you wanted to make me a I wanted, stack of pancakes. Oh, no, pancakes. no. You were, a, you were like a milk bottle or something. Yeah, you didn't want to make me a stack of pancakes because you thought I'd get mad at you. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to make your stack of pancakes until your lawyer interviews? <laughs> I, I won't feed him if he, call, if he does Did that. Corey make it into there? No, this was when we just uh, first moved to Vancouver. I did this little short thing. Okay. And there's just some van. There's this this apartment we subletted, and they had this window in the bathroom, and it was cracked open just at penis level. <laughs> so every time I went in there, and there's like another window like right across the thing. So anybody in that window could just, if they looked out, they would just see a dong just taking a taking a <laughs> leap every time they open the window. So I did a comic about that, and but on the other side of the window, there was like a sniper guy who was waiting to see this. My deformed penis. <laughs> <laughs> when did you uh, start being obsessed with uh, penises? Yeah, everybody's got one. I don't. That didn't answer my question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just they got a good shape. <laughs> it's it's they slowly they <laughs> they've been shaped. <laughs> they've been working their way into your work till now. It's pretty much what the work is about, right? Yeah, in a way. Well, I don't know. It's, it's just been working its way in. This penis has been working its way in, so to speak. What about the um, the Warhammer no penis orc thing? I always thought that was a contributor. Oh yeah, there's our friend Sheldon was working on a the Warhammer 40k thing. This football. one comic, this football comic, and he had, had to draw this this big orc dude, and uh, he drew him with nipples, <laughs> and then he he sent it in. It was like nice drawing and everything. And then Games Workshop sent him back the email like, um, this is great, but orcs don't have nipples or genitalia. <laughs> and we were just like, what are you talking about? They're like made for nipples and genitalia. They're just big walking green hard-ons. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's kind of where it stemmed from. But I was drawing dongs before that, I think. Maybe. You're drawing dongs before it was cool. Yeah. Run dongs before there were dongs. Um... When you were working on the first Wonton book, what was the creative energy like in the house? Um, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Other than Brandon posting pornography, I don't know. It was a bunch of too high for Marley to take. It was down. a bunch of crazy people living together and fucking Vita Guerrera, man. Yeah, Buttman magazines, just wallpaper and coffee table really no you get I don't I don't think anybody there got as much work done as they really should have for a house full of people doing comics but you know it was fun it just wasn't very uh, productive I think it's the word did Corey was he already finished shark knife or that come up the same time um, as you? he was doing while we were living there I think he was doing rival schools because I was doing backgrounds for him for that and by backgrounds I just mean brick walls <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, he was, he was doing stuff. How did these guys being around them affect your work at all? Oh, a lot, I would say, because I always have this theory that if you're a comic artist, you're kind of turn into a cop where all your other friends are cops. <laughs> and that's all you can talk about. And, yeah, it's just... Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I'm looking at you. you I just remember um, being in the ocean and, uh, you know, our, me and James's desk would be facing each other and Brandon would be in the other corner of the room where his desk was. There'd just be a, a trail, a pile of, of papers that slowly led over to James's desk. It's like his tendrils were coming yeah, out and snatching them up. Yeah, slowly coming over. Because <laughs> you were, like, mind-melding by papers. <laughs> and then somebody would finally just spill a, a massive cup of coffee all over the pile, and, you know, we would have to start over again. But, yeah. yeah. I think we all had kind of the same ideas about what we wanted to do in comics, so it was pretty easy to get along and do stuff, but... We're lazy goofs, so we didn't get as much done as we wanted to. <laughs> Is your productivity a lot better without? Yeah. Yeah, I get a lot more done nowadays than I do before. How many pages were you getting done a day? In, in Yos? Yeah. Oh, shit, I don't know. He was the... the, the Corey nicknamed the pages there because he was the only one who was working. <laughs> no, I, I drew faster than I did. I don't think I spend as much time as I do now on a page, so... What thing that's really interesting about you fo folks when they see you draw is you have a very distinctive drawing style mm -hmm. and I'm wondering where that developed from you mean the weird the, the claw hand the gimpy claw hand thing yeah it's like I don't know it's just left handed and he always give you those weird little pencil things with the weird backwards uh, grippy nubbins or whatever they're called <laughs> 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 and they're just so hard to hold and you know Back in school, I just drew like that. It's weird. That's good radio. <laughs> <laughs> his hand is upside down okay. in a thrusting motion. Let's put a photo of his hand of how he draws. Mm -hmm. We should. We'll, we'll post a YouTube thing. I don't know. I never thought. I never thought I drew weird until other people, like, felt much later in life, and people were like, "Whoa, what, what are you doing?" <laughs> I don't know. Do you? Um, because now you draw quite a lot. Um, mm -hmm. I would say how many hours a day you spend drawing. Um, most of the day when I'm awake. <laughs> I tend to take breaks when I sleep. So. Um, we just binges, too, where he'll just get a new video game and play that for a week and not draw. Yeah. I still draw then, though, once in a while. I can't... I think, like, this Christmas was the longest I've been without drawing at all. It was, like, just a week. Was that, like, a forced vacation? Yeah, I just need to chill out. Do you get any kind of hand crampage? Uh, I used to. I used to have a really screwed up wrist problem. A couple of years ago, but I don't know. I think it just numbed itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, between Wonton Soups one and two, your art style, I think, takes a pretty dramatic jump mm -hmm. into kind of finding your own stylistic voice. Yeah. Um, what was the time between finishing and starting? Uh. Like finishing first one and starting the second one. Probably like a year, year and a half or something like that. Isn't that long? What kind of work were you doing between? I did a uh, that murder bullets thing. I think most of that was being done. Oh, really? I think I can't remember if that was done afterwards. I think it was done kind of sporadically throughout that part. And t tell me a little about murder bullets. Like, it's a. I started it as uh, an entry for that meat house. What was it? 
SOS. SOS. Was it, was it SOS? It was, yeah, and the theme of it was the last comic you'd ever draw. So I took that kind of literally and I did a comic about this guy who's drawing the last comic he'll ever draw <laughs> before he can get into the afterlife. And they had a moose chained to a toilet who was driving him insane. And I kind of liked it and I figured out a big backstory to all that. I just kind of did it. <laughs> As I usually was don't do much planning, I just do things. So. Oh yeah, and you've got the guy based off the uh, Apone and Aliens in there? Oh yeah. He's got Staples, so his name is Stapone. <laughs> is that when you first start veering into your interest in military? Yeah, I, I've always had that. That's kind of just something I've had since childhood. You know, I read a lot of Heinlein and stuff when I was a kid, so I think that's where it comes from. When you're a kid, you still read it. No, still read it. What did Aliens do to you watching that? Oh, that just blew me away. <laughs> where did it touch you? Where did it touch you? <laughs> All over. Mm. No, I just really, that's a really good movie. I just like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's badass. Tell me about the Aliens uh, comic you did just for the hell of it. It's just, you know, a guy running from some aliens. <laughs> but why, like, this This happens a lot where you'll do a comic that'll never see print. Yeah. Well, I just, you know, I draw for fun, so. I like aliens, it was fun, and I just drew it. <laughs> How many pages was it? Uh, I was only ten or something. Still not inked or anything. But is your hope to eventually expand on it, or is it... Um, yeah, Dark Horse talked to me about doing it, but they're kind of wrapped up with the... New kind of quasi aliens thing they're doing now, so there's uh, a weird uh, gap in it. So <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it or not. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe you know. just burn that franchise and be like, "All right, so we got two movies." <laughs> hey now, hey now, don't want to cost them work. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I like aliens, man. <laughs> the first twenty minutes are so good. They're all the in the spaceship and they're just yelling at each other in marine lingo <laughs> so perfect you have a big obsession with Nam too right yeah that's recently I just kind of started getting into it okay I thought that was a bit in the murder bullets that was in there a little bit I think I was just the alien well uh, alien is pretty much a Nam movie <laughs> when you think about it a bunch of high tech dudes have to go up against some alien guys that just know the place so well and they all die and they all die was it in uh, the second ones on Soup where they're the one guy's kind of obsessed with the History Channel? Oh, what was that in? That was yeah, that was in the first book. Was it? I think so. When he's in the apartment. Yeah, that was just. I needed some space to fill in. <laughs> we'll fight them with war. Yeah. We'll yeah. <laughs> violence. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, remember that. <laughs> so with the second wonton. Um, it really veers away from the first. Oh, yeah. Quite a bit. It's just basically, here's this character I like, and do something completely different with it. Yeah, well, I kind of... I think I started it as a series of just smaller, kind of, like, issues, like 40-page issues or something. And I wanted uh, each issue just kind of fit in its own thing. So it's kind of all over the place. <laughs> like, every 48 pages, it kind of changes up. Did you try and pitch it as a, as a series? Um, yeah, I think so. I think it started as that way, and then Oni was just like, no, nah, let's just put it in one book. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, have you ever pitched anything, or is it more just you draw it? I usually just draw it, and then I'm like, here, you want this? <laughs> <laughs> Which 
I think is probably the better way to go about things. I feel like that that book is especially where you kind of let your imagination take hold with the uh, mm-hmm. the smoking, the the, the ancient aliens. Mm-hmm. The what was their name? The El Dioctoks. <laughs> oh, yeah, the bird guys. Bird guys. The bird dudes. The bird I like the whole digestion process. With the little war going on inside. That that's. Do you have gas problems, James? You want to find out? <laughs> <laughs> you got all night, baby. Oh yeah, uh, there's all this other stuff too. I'm, I'm flipping through Wonton too. Like he's wearing that. The deacon is wearing the hat from the the British boy band Take That video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is sex bandit. <laughs> well, the guy, the Take That hat says sex bandit. You just can't see it. Uh-huh. Take that. Um, the sex bear feels like it's out of that book. The one thing that kind of really veers to what you're doing now. Yeah, it's more I don't know. I think it was more of a of a self-enclosed story than things I usually do. I have that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, go ahead. I have a very close friend who uh, is a construction worker on the big high-rises mm-hmm. and when you go up there you have to wear the helmets that they give you and one night he went in uh, when he was the last one down he wrote the wind whispers sex bear on everyone's helmet <laughs> and they had to wear them because they couldn't go back down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, That's awesome. That's my favorite story. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> I'm on that page actually. The wind whispers sex bear. With a single tear with a reflector. It's really sad. I remember you were visiting um, you were visiting Vancouver before you lived here when you do this. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Everybody was in the same room. Was that um, after your deportation? Uh, was it? Yeah, yeah, it must have been. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that at all? It's kind of boring, and it's just I, I just had a money order, and they're like, "Yeah, you can't work here. Get out." For seventy five dollars. Seventy five dollars. <sighs> I do like accused of being made tons of money, which is always funny. Stealing <laughs> <laughs> like, American jobs. Get out. They're stealing our jobs. <laughs> That's a.
Arlie was telling me your uh, some of your brief entries into work, um, real work. My my five days of actual work. Tell me about you worked in a pie factory. I worked in a pie factory. I was on I was on pie crust duty. You made all the pies, James. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. There's like this weird archaic pie crust machine where it had like these metal cogs and cranks, and you had to just wrench this thing so hard to make little little pie little pie triangles. It was bizarre. And that lasted a day. And then like dishwashing and some construction stuff. And that's about it. Uh something about you uh you're supposed to build a kitchen set with a hammer. Yeah. I well I I um I was in this construction site and I think they thought I knew more than I actually did. <laughs> I, I think we need to get a description of you so people could picture you to just. How much do you weigh, James? About ninety-eight. <laughs> I'm fat now. I'm like, I am a very thin, lithe, nubile young lad. But it's not one hundred and twenty-five pounds at five eleven. There is nothing mm, on you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they thought I could just build a kitchen set by myself with no experience. But let alone that was anything. In that that set. was an adventure. <laughs> I just ended up just eating sandwiches and drinking this poor lady's coffee whose kitchen set I was destroying. What about, uh, you did, you did demolition before that? <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I think because I did such a bang-up job on that, they thought I could build a kitchen set. Oh, Very exciting. So I decided never to work again and just work on comics. <laughs> Thank God people are buying them. <laughs> um... I didn't realize this, but like you, kind of, you've made a lot of friends in different odd comic things. And mm -hmm. is it Mickey Zakili? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a that's a friend of yours whose yeah. work is like pretty much opposite of. It's kind of boner theme too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's boner theme. Well, I mean, it's op like I was gonna say opposite of some of your other friends. Like I see it more similar with you than say Brandon, who's very much about space, open space, mm -hmm. and Mickey's work, which is very, very frantic and yeah. manic and. Well, me and Mickey went Rough. way back. We did the... We met on the same comic site that uh, me and Marley and Sheldon and Sheldon Vela and, like, Andre Samanovich. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry, Andre! And just, you know, tons of other guys that we know just came out of there. And I met Mickey through that, like, years and years and years ago. So. Yeah, it's just funny to me, because Mickey's someone... Whose work is so different from the rest of those? Yeah. Also, she emails James photos of her poop, which I think yep. is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always like Mickey stuff. She's always done really fun comics. And it's funny. And she's doing an Orc Stain cover. She did an Orc Stain cover. It's very nice. Have you seen it yet? Yeah, I just saw it online. It's very I good. It, yeah. I like it. My guest covers are really nice. Was it a choice of doing the guest covers? I don't like doing covers. <laughs> and my friends draw better than me, so there we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nicest thing you've ever said about anyone else. That will so never happen again. Never again. <laughs> oh, James. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> of nice, uh, was it you that started the Like and Hateless? No. Yeah, been... Love and Hateless is Brandon. That was probably oh, Brandon or her friend David. James owned it, though, because his... James Love and Hates, like, what do you get? You get, like, period costuming and, like... Uh, what... Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. <laughs> oh, James Paul McCartney Paul and period costuming would just drive me up the wall. I don't know why you hate Paul McCartney. It's great. I just hate him because, you know, I don't like the Beatles or anything that much, but I don't really have much feelings towards them. But every photo I fucking see of the Beatles, there's fucking Paul McCartney just like 
photobombing the thing with this big dumb like hey guys face. I was I was looking through these photos from the Golden Globes and there's this one of uh, Catherine Zeta Jones and Angelina Jolie and then you look in between their heads there's this like <laughs> Michael <laughs> Douglas <laughs> like buddies what up bitches throat cancer fuck you but yeah James James doesn't he doesn't love many things but his hates are beautiful um We'll, we'll avoid going into too many of them right now to, to avoid hurting any feelings. Yes. Um, yeah, because a good portion of those were actually... Sorry, terrible. Sir Paul. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. bad. Um, so where did Orc Stain come about? Like, and, and how did how did you manage to get a comic that's pretty much about dongs and image? I kind of slipped that one in. <laughs> I, I don't think I mentioned about the dongs at all, because I, I, I didn't think they would they would go for it, but... I gave them the pages and they didn't say anything, so I was like, "All right, I can put more dongs in the next <laughs> next issue." <laughs> but I don't know. I think the whole the whole thing, as I remember, started back in Yosha again. Um, we had watched, we had binge watched every Lord of the Rings movie, and I was very upset about the treatment of orcs, <laughs> the unethical treatment of orcs in that. This film. isn't orcing for me, guys. Yeah, I know. and I drew a comic about his two orcs having a having de- a debate on the battlefield and one of them was very a very Tolkien orc who's just about maiming and destruction and all that and the other one was like wanted to change their image with like boomerangs and eating salads and <laughs> and farming <laughs> and all this ranks. stuff and you know I, I like the I like the characters and stuff and I like drawing them why are these Marley what are you doing <laughs> well it's like showing me that like <laughs> Uh, it's not even worth talking about. It's not worth talking about. Yeah, never mind. Go, <laughs> go about your business. About. All I see is the words, I put the pussy in a sarcophagus <laughs> on my computer screen. <laughs> How does that not get my attention? It's Kanye West lyrics plus comic pictures. Okay, I didn't know what the hell that was. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Anyways... <laughs> So Marley's on Twitter. She just got started on Twitter. What's her Twitter handle? Marley's Twitter handle is... What is it? Kitty Coffee? Kitty Kitty Coffee. Coffee. So as you can see, Marley is very new to Twitter, and she's amused by Kanye West. Um, (laughs) Sorry, Marley, for being mean. I don't care. It's retarded. (laughs) So is Kanye West. Yeah, so anyways, I did that one comic, and uh, years later, I just wanted to get back to it, because I I wanted to do something more fantasy because I'd done science fiction stuff for so long. I just wanted to try something different. And I still like drawing the orcs and shit, so. And I put more dogs in it this time. It was very exciting. What's the most dogs you've got on a page? Oh, God. I what was the record? It was 70 something, I think. <laughs> it was a two page spread, though. Right, it's the one where it's the orc czar's like, throne room. Yeah. It's like 78, I think. Yeah, something like that. I'm a dong counter. I'm a dong stenographer. <laughs> dong abacus. Donicus. Ah, you boys, you're nothing but trouble. Boys and your dongs. Boys and your dongs. Do you feel like Orkstein's kind of like where you wanted to get? Yeah, to? it's definitely the one book I really wanted. I really thought I could pull off as an ongoing thing. So. Like everything else I've done, I kind of tire of really quickly. <laughs> so, but this one, I've, I've kind of planned it out a bit more and a bit more excited about it than well, the usual Well, tell me about stuff. your writing process with this. Like, I usually... 
I didn't really write. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but reading my comics. Write. It's a fucking mystery. I remember once, one time I found, because I'll, I'll like study James like a, what's, what are those things called? The James Stenographer? Like what's that? Like a book? Yeah, no, I, no, I'm really fascinated by his process, and so I'm like, I'll try to, because he just like basically sits down and just draws pages, and you're like, where the fuck do these ideas come from? He's like, uh. And like one time I found a piece of paper with notes on it. And he snatched it away and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> He's got notebooks full of, like, you know, he'll plot things out on the back of the Why pages, you? or he'll plot it out on notebooks. I don't really plot, I just write dialogue on Yeah, but you write dialogue, and sometimes you put things in order. You've got a, a whole variety of things in those notebooks, but Brandon can never see them. I have a vague idea of what is going to happen in an issue before I draw it, but usually it goes on a little bit longer, so <laughs> I can't put it <laughs> Do you have a projected scope with um, Orsnade of what where it's going to go? I know, I know the ending. I just don't know how long it's going to take to get there. But I, I think right now I'm uh, of the issues I planned. I should be one more done. Like in terms of the story, I kind of dragged it out a bit longer than I wanted to. <laughs> so I don't know. This how is the the kind of ma'am type story. Um, the next storyline. Next one. No, next one's the. Uh, he has to escape from the big uh, mountain beast thingy, and then it'll get. No, I think I think it'll get into the Nam stuff until the first arc is over. But that's till like issue twelve, <laughs> so I got a while. So is that a flashback? Yeah, it's gonna do some flashbacks and stuff. I'm gonna do like a couple one shot things too with other characters. Yeah, the one shots with Bowie are really cool. Yeah, I'll get that done. And Boom. there's the one I did for the trade that I kind of want to finish up. The, oh, the one, the one that got online? cut. Yeah, I got posted online. Tell me about the posting stuff online. They're posting tons of stuff. Yeah, well, not recently, but... <laughs> well, like, the murder bullets, that's, like, how many pages of story? It's like, a hundred, I guess. Something like that. But, I don't know, I was sitting on my hard drive for, like, years and years. Yeah. There's gonna be a ton of stuff you still haven't put up. Yeah, I was gonna put up more stuff today, but I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of yeah, I, random comics all around. Yeah, I draw lots of little throwaway things that never finish out or he pan also out. Has so. a, like, how many pages of that, uh, that uh, war wanton? Yeah, actually. And they're fully colored. 70 something. There's been talks yeah. where it's like, you know, you know, Eric Stevenson or whatever has been like, let's just get a gang of guys and go up to James' house and just somebody ties him to a chair and we'll just scan the pages and print them. I think at one point he and was just like, "Take our hard drive." <laughs> at one point he was like, "Yeah, we'll print the Silver Surfer pages, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the Silver Surfer with the uh, life-size Galactus. You talk about Ron Lim Silver Surfer or Bart, Bart Sears Silver Surfer, or how about uh, Jimmy Snacks Silver Surfer? <laughs> um, yeah, it's one of those things that I just I've liked forever, kind of like Aliens and Godzilla and all that. I just feel the need to draw it, either, even if I don't have permission to do it. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, that ginormous Galactus really, uh, a lot of people really loved it. Yeah. And kind of, what was the idea behind doing something so ridiculously big? I have I have an urge every, like, year to do something that's about eight pages long, so that was, that was this year, <laughs> or last year. Rather. Now, how come, um, you did that story for the Strange Tales, a different... Silver Surfer story. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to use the. the well, no, I only had four pages to fit it in. So. Oh, okay. I, I always think it's funny. It's like he did. 
Galactus on what six pieces of paper? Yeah, there's only four. Four pieces, and they're just like, do Galactus now? Do four? Here's four pages to do a whole entire Galactus story. It's like his foot won't fit in that. So uh, you can cut me off here or not, but I, I would be interested in what you would do if they gave you like, you know, six issues or whatever of Silver Surfer Galactus. Yeah, I like I I always like that, um, or didn't like rather that they never really went into Silver Surfer while he was uh. Well, he was Galactus's herald and all that. He's kind of like a war criminal. <laughs> well, yeah, they cover him when he was like a sappy guy on the yeah. whole planet, all like, "I don't want to leave you." I, love I know you. it's it's kind of ridiculous. He's like he he's been around for like centuries or whatever, and he's like destroyed billions and trillions of lives. And then the one thing that kind of wakes him up is that he gets knocked out and he wakes up in a blind chick's apartment. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, I was so wrong." <laughs> and I always thought that was ridiculous, and there there should be some kind of like lead up to that, and I would like to do something about that. That'd be cool. It's basically, a hundred pages of him being a dick. Yeah, space. basically. He's kind of a bastard, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? You're gonna die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Galactus! I found your planet. I don't know any of those dudes, so go ahead. Yeah, they're not that bad, but you know, they, we can we can do without them. I scattered it for chicks I'm in love with. It's cool. <laughs> He's a pussy hound. He's a pussy hound. Oh, Silver. Norrin Rad? Yeah. Norrin Rad. Why do I know this? Oh, it's Silver Surf. He's Silver Guy. He's got a surfboard and flies around in space. He's leather bound. <laughs> so, you like Scrawl Kill Crew? <laughs> no, here you do, though. <laughs> bound in leather. <laughs> oh, just wait. Just wait. Well, James, thank you for uh, sitting in the Akin with me. Mm-hmm. Thanks for bringing me chicken. Yeah. Donuts. Brandon? Thank you for joining us. Yeah. For hearing the call. Mm-hmm. A bit awkward, yeah. Yeah, awkward situation here. <laughs> uh, Kevin. Kevin Waves. Anytime. Marley. Thank you. Yeah. James's books, if you want to check them out, Orc Stain and Wonton Soups 1 and 2. And anything else I should know about? Strange Tales. Strange Tales. Yes. Very nice people in that book, too. There you go. Thank you so much, James. Yes. Yes, it is the awesome.
nämlich nochmal Sirit.